I'm Kerry Fink, and welcome to this edition of the Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Reppel. Hey, Glenn, how are you today? Uh, I am doing fantastic. What, I, t- Kerry, what an honor it is to, for the Lord to be able to use us to just spread his word all over the world and, and it's just to use the name of Jesus and, and how people are just uh, coming and joining in and watching and listening and, and the, the comments that come back. So it's just, uh, th- we just praise God uh, for, for this. You know, Glenn, Glenn, you as a business person, the head of GA Repl and Company, you know, you started uh, all of this uh, years and years ago. You've been in the financial services industry and you use this motto in the business of helping people to reach their purpose. And of course, in in that realm, you're talking about helping them achieve financial goals and things like that. But yet we've also kind of adopted that a lot into everything here in the kingdom living thing, because that's really the ultimate definition of reaching your purpose is is doing all the kingdom living things that God has put in front of us. And it occurred to me that along the way, and I think it was was 2006, right? You began with the REPL Minute, that daily Monday through Friday, uh, biblical motivational piece. So that's been by itself now. Uh, what, 16, 17 years of, of devotion of making sure that that's out making a difference in people's lives every day. Amen. And, and you know, and again, I, you know, with, I've told my story, but, you know, I came to Christ and got discipled in business. Yeah. And so it wasn't the building with a steeple on it. It was in business with, with a man that worked with us. Uh, I had a need. Uh, and I reached out and, you know, I thought I was a Christian, but as we talk about here, but I wasn't really born again. I was going to church, but had not really experienced the intimacy of knowing Jesus at a level. And, and with that, that born again experience, when I heard that voice of God really radically changed me. And so we look at business as ministry, uh, as the priority versus anything else, because uh, we know people are, are, are hurting. And, they're, and again, particularly dealing with money, uh, we put money up there as a God. And I'll be talking about that in a, a minute here. That's one of the things we put elevate above the name of Jesus. Wow. I know this teaching is going to be amazing. I just wanted to kind of like set this up. If you're new to the Kingdom Living podcast, I want to give you a little bit of background. Uh, so so Glenn has been doing this REPL Minute, which you can access, by the way. Uh, the website is therepelminute.com. And, and a lot of people, uh, thousands of people, uh, choose to have this pop directly into their inbox every weekday morning because it's just a great uh, morning reminder. Then there's all these people who find it on our uh, REPL Minute YouTube channel or the Facebook page or Twitter or um, LinkedIn. They're getting it through all these different channels, but it's a great moment, a way to begin the day by focusing uh, your everything that you've got on kingdom living and those kingdom living principles. And Glenn, then a number of years ago, uh, God gave you a book called Fraud, What God Has to Say About the Tactics of the Enemy. And initially, that became a subset of some of the teachings in uh, the the REPL Minute, but it is kind of led to its whole uh, dimension of its own because that was the impetus for starting the Kingdom Living podcast, uh, which now is up to like literally about 85 different broadcasts. And we're seeing the audience for that growing exponentially 
uh, now now reaching more than two million people around the globe uh, in any in any given quarter. So we've seen it. We've seen the impact of the gospel message getting out into all corners of the world, just really increasing. And so I'm so excited when you you kind of you kind of uh, even even said it right at the outset that the topic that we're going to talk about today, as with so many of the kingdom living messages, Glenn. They're things that we should probably get from reading our Bible, but too often we may go to a church, and, or, or, or maybe we don't go to a church, but we're not getting that level of teaching, of understanding about the relationship of you and Lord God, and how that all works together the way God designed it, so you can really reach your purpose, Glenn. That's, I don't know, a better place yeah. to jump in than to say... Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Amen. So let, let's just start, Carrie, by just uh, asking. I, I love starting with asking some questions. Uh, and, and again, just, you know, as the people are watching and listening is, what's the greatest name ever to live? What's the greatest name ever to live? Uh, uh, and then who's the most famous person to live? And what one person has had the greatest influence in the world. And, and I'm saying this because we have a mindset, uh, you know, we have a political world, we have a sports arena, we have billionaires. And so, you know, uh, what's the greatest name ever to live? And then here's a question that, that we probably haven't thought about. Uh, what's the world telling you not to do? <laughs> what's the world? What's the world's system telling you not to do and what name is the world telling you not to use that's an interesting question too so let, let's look at this so uh the answer to the questions is jesus is <laughs> jesus is a name that is above every other name and we read this in philippians 2 9 so jesus is above all of this from this place of utter humiliation God exalted him to the highest rank. God graced Jesus, look at that, with a name that is far above every other name. So, you know, I have some pictures here. I just try to graphically just show some things of a sports people. We have political people. You know, we have presidents and kings and, and, and we have money uh, and we have the, the movie star and, and all kinds of, and so we, we have all of this but Jesus is above all of this. That's the name that's more, that's above everything. And then, and what's the name that we're not supposed to be using? What's the name that we shouldn't be teaching in? So, and we're going to get into this in a second, but Acts 4, 8, 18 talks about, uh, is, 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 uh, so they, they, they had them brought before the council and they commanded them, look at this, to never teach the people, to never teach the people or speak again using the name of Jesus. So that, that's the name. We're not supposed to be using the name Jesus. That, that's, that's what's out there. And so we've gotten a little politically correct with this, but here's, here's the proclamation that we really want to be speaking. And, and, and the declaration of proclamation is that if we declare with our mouth, what? That Jesus is is Lord, because there's power in the name and belief. So if we declare with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, believe we're in our heart, not the mindset, not with our feelings, not with the logic, uh, not with the rationale, but believe in our heart that, now look at that. This is the gospel message. 
and believe in our heart that God raised him, Jesus, Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. This isn't saying the, the four spiritual, you know, the four spiritual laws. This isn't, you know, going to the altar. This is believing. This is a born again statement. For it is with the heart that you believe and you're justified. We're made righteous. And it's with our mouth that we profess our faith and are saved. So with this, just, just to begin as we always do, because this is so important. This is such a base of the teaching that we go through, because this is a day-to-day thinking that we've got to go through is our identity of who we are. Where did we come from? Where are we going? What's our purpose for being here on earth? And so with this, uh, we talk about the three, and again, we got teachings that go into this in much more detail, but what are the three greatest uh, historical events ever? And we have, uh, and the first one is creation. God spoke everything into existence, and he knew us before he formed the the, the earth, and we're made in his image and likeness. And so how did that work out? Well, Adam and Eve uh, were there, and and again, God spoke to him and says, don't eat from that tree in the middle of the garden. When you eat from it, you'll surely die. So we have the tree of death, and we have the tree of life. And so when, when Adam and Eve ate from the tree, that's, that's when the rebellion came in. That's when, see, and again, we got to think about this too, because what's the message that, that the world, that the atmosphere that's being spoken over right now is, is death, sickness, disease. Uh, and, and we see the symptoms of anger and bitterness and guilt and shame. Uh, we see condemnation. Uh, I'm not good enough, the inferiority complex. You know, we have this orphan spirit looking for our father in, in the spirit of rejection, injustice, and fear. That's rampant. That's, that's the world. That's the red line living here because God designed us for etern- to be eternal beings. And we have so many teachings on this uh, that, that is out there. I encourage you to look at this. But, but thanks be to God that God loved us so much that he brought redemption. So we have the first uh, great historical event is creation. We have the second fall because we need to, we need to understand what happened with the fall, and and with that the third is redemption, the recreation that God loved us so much that Jesus was sent to the earth uh, as as a as a human as a, as God Himself in 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 human form, and He. He took all the sins of the world to recreate us back into his image and likeness and, and, and open up. He brought the kingdom of God to live here on earth and dwell inside of humans, us, and, and, and bring the Holy Spirit to live inside of us. And so with that, uh, here we are 2,000 years ago from the redemptive state and we have to hear, we can't see this with our own eyes. The Holy Spirit's got to teach us about who Jesus really is and what he did. And when that happens, boy, heaven opens up uh, and, and the darkness, the light comes in and the darkness flees and we we're living in that tree of life. And so what darkness really represents is man. Now, listen, this is so neat. It's mankind's ignorance of, the, of their redeemed identity and innocence. 
So, so really people say, oh, I'm having fun. This is great. But they don't know who they are and what Jesus did in redeeming them to everlasting life, eternal life, and into shalom peace that we have now on earth and, and the victory that we have over the darkness. So what I like to do too is each time is take uh, that fraud. And again, this goes back to the book fraud. And just, I, I love, I love the idea of just uh, an idea that we think is, is, is uh, a lie that we may have believed, but, but we got to look at this. Uh, the world is saying, don't teach or use the name of Jesus. <laughs> this is what's been, been pushed on us with the atmosphere. And so with that, we as, as born again, believers, that's really our cause to teach and use, use the name of Jesus. And what, what we see here with Paul in Acts 28, 31, he continued to proclaim to all the truths of God's kingdom. So he's proclaiming his teaching and speaking. And that's our, that's, that's what we're doing here is proclaiming the kingdom of God's kingdom realm and teaching them what Paul did, teaching them about who? the Lord Jesus, Jesus, to, to, to teach about what Jesus did, the anointed one speaking triumphantly without any restriction or hesitation, speaking about Jesus, the name of Jesus that is above all other names. There's no other name above his name. So we need to go, and when we pray, that's what we want to pray. Now, I, I just really love this story here, and this is an Acts uh, verse chapter three, verse six, and also verse sixteen, and and uh, and there's Peter and John, and and they 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 came in, and and a lame person was here, and then Peter said, because he's looking for money, he's he's begging for money here, and Peter says, silver and gold I don't have, but what I do have I give to you, and what is he gonna, what does he have? He gives to him in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up, walk. So he said, he said get up, get up, walk. And he does say, look in my eyes, and, 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 and he's, he stands up, and he's healed. And so if this wasn't Peter and John, that did, this is the name of Jesus that did the healing. And then in verse 16, uh, he, he makes this statement here, is that, uh, how did this happen? They're wondering, how did this happen? He says, it's the faith in Jesus' name that has healed this man standing before you. It is the faith that comes through what? Believing in Jesus' name. It's the faith that comes in believing in Jesus' healing in that name. There's deliverance in that name. There's love in that name that has made this crippled man walk right in front of your eyes. There's only one name that is above every other name, and that's Jesus. So let, let's look at this teaching here on in, in Acts. And, 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 and so we have this, this layman healed, and he says, the teaching and preaching of Peter and John angered, angered the priests, the captain of the temple police, and the representatives of the Jewish sect of the, of the Sadducees. And again, when we use Jesus's name, it angers a lot of people because it has a priority over money, government, stars, you know, and, and, and other people. His name is above every other name. So they were furious 
that the people were being taught that in Jesus, there is a resurrection. Because Jesus rose from the dead. He defeated, you know, he, he, he died. He descended into, into hell, defeated Satan, and rose again, that resurrection power. And he ascended in sitting at the right hand of God, which is where we're at also. So being taught that in Jesus, there is a resurrection from the dead. So while Peter and John were still speaking, the Jewish authorities came to the temple courts to oppose him, really to arrest him. So let, let's look at the rest of this. And so, so what they, they did is, is uh, they made Peter and John stand in front of the council and they questioned them saying, tell us about what power. And look at it. Tell us what power and authority have you done these things? Basically the healing. And Peter filled with the Holy Spirit answered, respected elders and leaders of the people, listen, are we being put on trial today for doing an act of kindness by healing a frail, crippled man? Well, then you and everyone else in Israel should know that, look at this, know that it is by the power, by the power of the name of Jesus that the crippled man stands here today completely healed. You, you crucified Jesus Christ of Nazareth, but God raised him from the dead. Wow, that's powerful. So, and what we see here now, and, and this is what the council did, but, but to, to keep this propaganda from spreading any further among the people, let's threaten them severely. Now, this is the way government sometimes works. Let's threaten them severely and warn them to do what? Never speak to anyone in this name, in the name of Jesus. So, so they had them brought back in before the council and they commanded them to never teach the people or speak again using the name of Jesus. So that's the name that, that, that we're not supposed to be using, meaning by public, fat, you know. And so we've taken that name out of the public square, yet this is the name that brings healing. Jesus is the one that... that is the healer. So let's look at some of the some of the, the names uh, that you know Jesus. I am Jesus. He's he's Savior, Redeemer. He's the bread of life, uh, Lord, Creator, Son of the Living God, the only begotten Son, the beloved Son, that the, the Holy One of Israel, uh, the Wonderful Counsel, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the King of Kings, the head of the ecclesia, the body of the church. And again, we are a church here without walls. We're an ecclesia without walls as we spread the message of the gospel to the nations. He's the mighty one. He's the alpha and the omega. When he says it's finished, he was the end. He accomplished his birth. He's the master. He's the king of the Jews. He's the high priest. He's the prophet, the teacher. He's Emmanuel. He's the advocate. He's the judge. Uh, he's, he's, the, uh, he's the mediator. He's the judge. He's the chief cornerstone. He's the author, author and finisher of our faith. He's the lamb of God, the good shepherd, the, the shepherd and the bishop of our souls. He's the word. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. He's the fountain of living waters, which we just kind of see a picture there of the, of the waters of life just flowing through us. He's the rock. He's the Messiah. He's the true vine. 
He's the branch. He's the bridegroom, the, the day spring. He's Sh Sh Shiloh. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah, the bright and morning star, the image of the invisible God. He is the I am. He's the son of God. He's the carpenter. The, he's the way, the truth, and the life. He is, he's the way into the presence of God. He's the king of Israel. He is Christ. We've talked about that in other teachings too. This, see, I am Jesus. This is, he's, I am Jesus. And, and, you know, the story of Joseph also, uh, where he was betrayed by his brothers, he was thrown into the pit to die. Uh, and then out of that pit, uh, he was sold as a slave to uh, to the Egyptians, and and he is he was accused of uh, uh, with Potiphar's wife. He, he was raised up, is put into prison, uh, and and out of that out of in prison, he interpret dreams, and 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 the whole idea of, is is that he was in Egypt uh, there, and 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 his brothers. Now he was raised up to second in command to the Pharaoh of running Egypt. And, and with that, because of the uh, the famine that they were having, they, they needed food, the family needed food. And, and because of the, the brothers had sold him and put him in the pit and sold him as a slave, uh, he was now there in charge. And the brothers come to him and he says, I am Joseph. I am Jesus. So look at the prophetic word there. He said, I am Joseph. And we look at that we look at what Joseph was like Jesus, because we see Jesus all the way through scriptures. Scriptures interpret scriptures. The word of God is about Jesus from, from Genesis to Revelation. It's about Jesus. And so as he says, I am Joseph, and what was meant for evil, God uses for good to save many lives. So what the cross was, was what was meant for evil, what was meant for evil, what they thought was evil is getting rid of Jesus. He was a threat to the economy, to the government, to, and, and, and to the religious system. What was meant for evil, God has used to redeem all mankind now. And so what we see is, is, is Paul here in Acts 28, 31, in two different versions of the Passion Translation and also in the Amplified Translation. And, and we see that Paul continued, even with the threat that don't use the name of, of Jesus, don't teach in that name. And again, we have some of that same type of threats today. Uh, he continued to proclaim and teach the truths of God's kingdom realm, teaching them about what? the Lord Jesus, teaching about the Lord Jesus, the anointed one speaking triumphantly and without any restrictions. And then in the Amplified, preaching to them the kingdom of God and teaching them about the Lord Jesus Christ and the boldness of quietly, uh, quite openly, openly teaching this without being molested or hindered. And again, this is what we're, we're to teach people about what Jesus did, that Jesus loves us. He brings healing. He, he is the redeemer. He's the one that has redeemed us from the, the, the corruption and darkness of the system. And we have light now because we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. And, and this has become one, one of my, my favorite scriptures here is, in, and we go through this, it's kind of a, a core scripture. I think it's just so important that, that we listen together as a body of Christ. Uh, and, and this is Colossians 3, 1 through 4. 
And, 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 and as we, and I just speak this daily, daily, daily uh, over my own life is Christ's resurrection is my, it's your resurrection. Christ's resurrection is, is your resurrection too. This is why we are to yearn from all that is above for. That's where Christ sits. So where does he sit? He, he sits enthroned at the place of what? All power, honor, and authority. He's, his name, Jesus's name is above every other name. So he's sitting there above every principality and power. He is at the, at the top. And yet, so yes, we are to feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm, because that's where Christ is. Feast on all the treasures and fill our thoughts with the heavenly, now look at that, realities, the truth of the realities of heaven, of Jesus. Fill us with the truths of Jesus, not with the distractions of the natural realm, the political realm, the, the, the realm uh, of the world's uh, system. Fill our thoughts with the heavenly realities of, of our identity, of who we are and what Jesus did. And we get into this here, so in, in this verse too, is your crucifixion, my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. And now my true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. And, it, and then I just think this is so important. So as Christ himself, as Jesus himself is seen for who he really is. So this is really important. So how do we see? We're not seeing now with the physical eyes. We're seeing with the spiritual eyes, with that redeemed, born again life of the Holy Spirit living in us, with, a, with, with, the, with being baptized into the Spirit. And, and when we can see with those eyes for, for who... so. As Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who I am, who you are, really will be revealed. So we have to see Christ in our identity as we see who Christ is, who Jesus is, we're going to see who we are. We've been redeemed. We are not sinners. We've been redeemed. We are covered by his blood and we have been made righteous. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. For we are now one with him in his glory. We are one with him now in his glory. So what we see here, and this, this is a, a, a prayer um, that, that, that we've gone through uh, the last couple of podcasts, and it's just so important because it's interesting how scripture, uh, uh, interpret scripture, and how the various translations are so important that if you ask a question uh, you know, go seek it out. Go seek it out because we're seeing as Christ is seen for who he really is, who we are will also be revealed. And so this is such a key because we talked about the power. There's there, we talked about the power in some of the lessons that we've had in the past, but and and this is in, in Ephesians 1, verses 17 through 18 in, in the Passion Translation. And 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 this is Paul saying, I pray that the Father of glory, the Father of glory. Now, look at this. Here he is. He's announcing the God, the God of who? Our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. So we're praying. I pray to the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ would do what? So this is a way to pray, too. Would impart to me, to us, the riches of what? The spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to do what? 
to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. And so as we know Christ, as Christ is revealed and will reveal who we are, we're going to know and enter into that relationship with our Father. The Holy Spirit is going to reveal this to us. So, we, so with this, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of revelation, to know him. And I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of our imagination. Look at this. Flooding us, flooding you with light until, until we experience the full revelation of the hope of our purpose, our calling. Our calling. He's calling us to this hope. That is the, now look at this. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that he finds where? In you and I. The wealth of God's glorious inheritance. This is why Jesus came to earth so he could redeem us back into the Father's glory, that we can be present with him now in heaven and on earth, and we can rule earth from heaven now. And he finds his inheritance that he finds in us, his holy ones, his saints. Come on. We have been, we have been uh, crucified with Christ. We no longer live, but Christ lives in us. We've been covered. We, we are holy. We are saints. And then he continues now, and, and we see uh, Jesus here. I pray that you'll continually experience this immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to who? To you and I now through faith. Then, then our lives, my life, our lives, will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through us. And look at this. This is the mighty power that was released when God raised Jesus, Jesus Christ, from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and extreme authority in the heavenly realm. That's the power. So what we see is 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 Jesus is the name, the name above every other name. And, and we read in Philippians 3, uh, 2, 9 through 11, is for this place of utter humiliation, God exalted, meaning from the depths of hell, he was exalted up out of there to the highest rank. God graced Jesus with a name that is far above every other name. And what, the, what his name unveils will persuade every creature of, of the redemption. Every knee in heaven and upon the earth and under the earth will bow in spontaneous worship. Worship. Also, every tongue and voice in re will resonate in the same devotion to his unquestionable lordship as, re look at this, as redeemer of life. He redeemed us from death to life. And Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ has glorified God as the father of creation. This, now look, this is the ultimate conclusion of the father's intent. Redemption and resurrection and with the Holy Spirit coming to live in man is, is the conclusion of his father, the father's. This was intended. This is the intended purpose. So as you're searching your purpose, as you're reaching your purpose, is to know your identity in Christ Jesus. And then it takes the Holy Spirit to reveal that to us. That was the purpose. He said, it is finished. It is finished. Redemption has happened. He left to go sit, sit in the Father and in, 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 in the throne in the Father's right hand. And that's where we're sitting with him too. We ascended with, we died with him and we rose with him and we're buried with him. So 
And, and this is a powerful, so now we're starting to see some of the benefits that we get uh, with using his name. And, and, he and in John 14, 12 through 14, so sometimes this is hard for us to hear. And he's now, he's telling us a timeless, a timeless, a forever truth. The person who follows me in faith, doing what? Believing in me, will do the same mighty miracles. By the way, who's speaking here? This is Jesus speaking to us. Jesus is telling, we'll do the same mighty miracles that I do, even greater miracles than these, because I'm going to be with the Father. So he's standing there and speaking and proclaiming that, hey, I, and that because I'm going to be leaving you so that now you'll have God, the Holy Spirit living inside you, which will reveal who I am, will reveal Jesus, so you can enter into the Father. So God, the Father, God, the Son, the God, Jesus, uh, and God, the Holy Spirit living inside us. So he's leaving uh, because I'll be with the Father. And I will do, now look at this, I will do whatever you ask me to do. When you ask me how, in my name, in the name of Jesus. So I will do whatever you ask me to do when you ask me how, in my name. And that is how the Son will show what the Father is really like and bring glory to the Father, to the glory to Him. So ask me anything how, in my name, in the name of Jesus. And what does He say? This is Jesus speaking. I will do it for you. Oh, we almost need to rest on that and let that just sink in and, and just meditate on that. And I will do it for you. I will do it for ask in my name. And one of the scriptures that's so important here is, is 1 Peter 2, 24. And, and he himself bore the sins in his body on the tree so that so that we might die to sins and live how for righteousness because we can enter into the presence of god the father how because of jesus christ he's made us righteous not not by what i do or or my church attendance or or even good works it's out of the righteousness of god that through jesus christ he's freed us and we've been made righteous, and now we are saints, we're cleansed, and so by his wounds, by his wounds, we have been redeemed and healed and forgiven. So he's not only forgiven his sins, but he's also uh, healed all of our diseases. Uh, so that's, so, so they, they're two together. So many times what we've taken the gospel is just the forgiveness of sins, but he's healed all of our diseases. So let's look at a scripture here too, and we'll get into the healing too, is that death once held its grip, and this is Romans 5, 17, death once held its grip, and by the blunder of one man, Adam, death reigned as king over humanity. That's the red line, that's the red line. But now, but now, but now, 2,000 years ago, now, how much more are we held in the grip of grace and continue to reign, continue reigning as kings in life now, enjoying our regal freedom through the gift of what? Perfect righteousness that came through Jesus and the one and only Jesus, the Messiah. We can't get this with just logic. We have to see this because we're in, we are born into that red line, into that kingdom of darkness. 
And only through the Holy Spirit can he reveal to you our identity of being born again and our sins have been forgiven and we have perfect righteousness. We can stand, but God loves us, Jesus loves us, and the Holy, Holy Spirit reveals that to us. So here is, 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 our, is our, our commission that we have, though. Uh, Jesus's commissions to us as believers, and our authority has been restored back to, to humanity. And, and this, is, this is Jesus again. He's, he's, he's speaking in Mark 16. And this is just so powerful, so powerful. And, and he said to them, and Jesus said to them, as you go into all the world, and what's happening with this broadcast, with this podcast, it's going to all the world. Go into all the world, do what? Preach, preach, proclaim openly the wonderful news of the gospel that we have been redeemed, the redemption message to the entire human race. And whoever believes, now this, this message is to those that whoever believe the good news and are baptized into Christ will be saved. And whoever does not believe the good news will be condemned. That's whether they're going to stay in that red line. And here's what follows. And these miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They'll drive out demons uh, in the power of the name, that they will speak in tongues, they'll be supernaturally protected from snakes and, and from drinking anything poisonous, and they'll lay hands on the sick, uh, on, on the sick and, and they'll be healed. So the picture here uh, is is not you know it is that we have snakes coming at us all the time we have poisonous words coming at us all the time we pick up pieces of paper uh, we're seeing things with our eyes and we're protected we're protected from that because the words that sometimes come at us over the media fear and you know the atmospheres but and and and, and again we're protected by God the Holy Spirit living inside of us. And we have the power of using the name of Jesus because we have victory over the, 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 the demonic spirit that of fear and worry and anxiety, that red line living. And this is, the, this is the commission that Jesus is telling us that we can do these things for those that, that believe. And so this is a part of the believer's package of kingdom benefits. Uh, that we have. And again, what's so neat about this, this is in Psalms 103 verses 1 to 5, and this is the old covenant. So this is prophetically speaking a thousand years into the future here about Jesus Christ. So bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord Jesus, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless and praise his holy name. Bless the Lord, Oh, my soul, and here it comes, and forget not all of his benefits. So what is his benefits doing? He's prophetically proclaiming the benefits. Who forgives all of our iniquities, all our sins? So it's a double dose here. Forgives all our sins and does what? Heals all of our diseases. There's no diseases in heaven. There's no diseases in heaven, and that has that's a part of the redemption package that we got is forgiveness of all sins, all humanity sins, and all diseases. And who redeems what? Redeems my life, our lives from the pit of destruction, who crowns us with his loving kindness and tender mercies. He puts that robe of righteousness on us. 
and who satisfies our mouth, your mouth, with good things. So we're speaking life, not death. Who satisfies our mind, our our our, our mouth with good things? And I can remember when I, I uh, when when I came to Christ, the man that discipled me, he just gave me this scripture. He gave me, "Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all this within me, and bless His holy name." And I would I've said that thousands and thousands of times. And it's not until I got into this verse five uh, a few years ago. And, 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 and I go, wow, look at this. Who sat, because all of this, all of this is for a so that. Uh, so, so who satisfies their mouth with good things, so that what? Our youth is renewed like the eagles. So, as, see, that's a part of the benefit package is, and we've talked about this, is, is, is we have the spirit life, but we have the physical life too. And he renews our health. And, and that we prosper, be in good health, even as our soul prospers. So as we understand our identity of who we are in that green line, we're renewed. We live forever, spiritually, physically. And, and these are just some of that benefit package. It forgives all your sins, heals all your diseases, redeems our life, my life from the pit of darkness and destruction, beautifies and cleanses our soul, Crowns us as kings, fills our lives with with kindness, fills it with, uh, fills us with mercy, satisfies us all our mouth of blessings and encouragement, no matter the situation or circumstance. Brings his expectation of goodness. We're renewed and revitalized, complete, reconciled, and restored. I love this word. We're ageless. We're ageless, and strengthens us to endure. So. This is a scripture that really radically changed my life. And this impacts, I, I think it just ties up the so many of the scriptures that tie the word of God together and just brings the name of Jesus together here. And this is 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21. And again, just, just this is one that you just meditate on and just look at the words is therefore, and you have to look at the past uh, scriptures before this to, to know the therefore, if anyone is in Christ, and we are in Christ, that's why he died, and, and he defeated, uh, went to hell, defeated Satan, and, and rose again, was resurrected, and sitting at the right hand of God, so therefore, if anyone is in Christ, in Christ, the new, we're new creations, the new creation has come, We've been recreated, we've been redeemed, is come. The old way, the old covenant, the old way of living is gone and the new is here. And all this is what? From God who reconciled us to himself, how? Through Jesus, through Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the, the, the one they've been longing for through Christ and gives us what? The ministry of redemption, of reconciliation, the ministry of the gospel, claiming the gospel of who Jesus is, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. See, right there is, a, is an issue that people have, is that they look at themselves as, as not adequate for God, to have their sins removed. That, you know, Jesus did it. He did. He's reconciling all of us to God in Christ Jesus. So our sins, he's not counting our sins. He's not angry. He loves us. And that love was shown so much through Jesus uh, dying for us. 
and taking all that force so that we could be restored back to the image and likeness that God intended for, for us to be. And he has committed to each one of us this message of reconciliation and redemption. So we are therefore Christ's ambassadors. As ambassadors into the foreign country, we have all kinds of privileges that come as ambassadors to this world. We have the kingdom of God and we have, we have the king's uh, authority given to us. Uh, so as Christ ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us, which he's doing, we implore you as Christ, on Christ's behalf, on Jesus' behalf, be reconciled to God. And this is the verse here. This is the verse. So with sometimes I was just speaking to somebody about this verse today. It said, God made him. Who's him? Jesus. God made Jesus, who had no sin, to be sin for us. And a lot of times we just stop right there. And we miss the so that. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in Christ, in Jesus, we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So we've been made righteous because of what Jesus Christ said. He says, we are righteous. We have been made righteous. And so that's so important. The so that is so, we have become the righteousness of God. So, so and, and I love to ask people many times when I'm just talking to them, who are you? Who are you? And, and again, we're sons of God, we're children of God, but I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am the righteous. Jesus made me righteous. So I can walk in the righteousness of God because of what he did. And so we read also in Romans 5, verses, uh, verse, verse 1, therefore, since we have been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God. How? Again, through the Lord Jesus Christ. And so what we find is that the name of Jesus is above every other name. So when we pray to the Father, uh, we pray in the name of Jesus. Uh, and, and, and again, so many times, you know, uh, we, we, you know, we hear God, but, but Jesus, we have to do something with Jesus. There's power in his name. And it's so important that, that we just hear this message. And that's the gospel message. It's about Jesus. The word of God, the Bible is about revealing Jesus to all the nations. Glenn, as you uh, were teaching this, I go right back to one of the passages that um, you had uh, you had actually put put up there, uh, John fourteen thirteen, because you know we were talking. I was so excited to hear that this was going to be our topic today because I so wholly subscribe to uh, to this exact point. In fact, I made the comment as we were getting ready to uh, begin the podcast. As I said, you know, I'm always scratching my head when I hear somebody do some kind of a prayer. Uh, in need of something, and then they close it out with something rather generically like, you know, uh, amen, or occasionally uh, they're trying to be extremely politically correct, and so they'll say something like, uh, in your name we pray, or they'll, they'll do something that kind of like waters down the, uh, I, I would say, the effectiveness of that prayer, and Glenn, you know, it's it's so funny because like it leaves me scratching my head. It's like, do you want your prayer to actually work? Mm -hmm. and, and when you talked about John 14, 13, 
Uh, that says it all right there, right? Because if you look at the NIV translation, and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And again, Glenn, it's like, if you want, why would God do this for you? It's because he wants to glorify the Father by accomplishing it. And it's all right there, Glenn. So, so one of the things that I'm always encouraging people is, if you want your prayers to work, you have to pray in the name of Jesus. That's your access. Oh, thank you, Carrie. That it, that's so true. And, and we need to get this. We need because because uh, oh, <laughs> that's the power. And again, uh, when we go back to Acts, there where you know what what name did you do this in? We did it in the name of Jesus. The healing happened there. And the, don't say that name. Don't teach in that name. And that's kind of what's that is what's happened on earth. So so the enemy doesn't want us to use the name of Jesus. So be no, keep, that's not politically correct. Yeah, if he can keep you from uh, using that, he can thwart the effectiveness of your prayers. And you know, it reminds me, there's a, a powerful gospel song that uh, many people know called Break Every Chain. And you know, literally the first line is, there is power in the name of Jesus. And it's something, Glenn, I don't know that is taught as often as it should be. Yeah, and, and, and the prayer that, that I've got as I got into this teaching, and this really just, it's, yeah, what a privilege to be able to just use the name of Jesus. And, and the song that I've sang over my grandchildren, Jesus, 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 there is something about your name. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So I think, I, I just, anymore i just know i want to i want and my desire to speak jesus 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 over the listeners and and the people watching today and over my own life over your life carrie over my family's life over our business is jesus 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 what a wonderful name it is what a wonderful name amen Amen, Glenn. And we're going to make, uh, as we always do, we're going to make uh, a couple of these uh, tools available to you as PDFs. Uh, if you're if you're uh, uh, focused in, uh, the one with glory is really a great, great uh, uh, opportunity because I think it is such a core passage to everything that we're talking about. Uh, you are stepping into your rightful place in the kingdom when you are one in one with glory. And then I, you know, I think also, Glenn. Uh, well, as we close the show every time with Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights, you really amplified on that topic today uh, by, by uh, really bringing in the name of Jesus into this conversation. But what we do is we suggest that you go to therepleminute.com. We'll show you the links right there where you're able to access these items. They're great. They're absolutely free. You just go in there and download uh, uh, whatever you'd like uh, in terms of these resources, I suggest you print them out, put them near where you uh, where you will find inspiration at a moment's notice, you know, maybe next to your work area or next to your kitchen, uh, you know, or wherever, just someplace that you're going to have easy access to it to, to really remind yourself. Because I think, um, Glenn, it's so important to have that, um, I guess, to reinforce these teachings. And so particularly if you're new to the Kingdom Living series, I want to remind you that every one of the Kingdom Living messages uh, on these podcasts is available to you 
Uh, you can find them all on the YouTube channel. You can find them all on the Facebook page, The Repl Minute. You can certainly go to therepleminute.com and download each and every one of them uh, so that you can you can enjoy those or go back and study from them. It really makes a comprehensive and solid Bible study, Glenn, like we talk about, designed to help you reach your purpose. And so I know as um, we want to thank you for joining this broadcast today. If you're one of the, well, now 2 million plus that this uh, podcast reaches every 90 or so days, I want to encourage you to share, like and share this message. If it has meaning for you, um, uh, it helps It helps uh, to, to get this in front of people who might benefit from this the same way that uh, it's helpful to, to, to me, to you, to you, Glenn. Uh, just it's how, how we go and grow and share the gospel message, the good news of the gospel. And Glenn, so in just a minute, I'm going to ask you to pray over uh, everybody within the sound of our voice. We always close out with the believer's declaration of legal rights and then then that prior. But in the meanwhile, make sure that you take a minute to go to therepleminute.com. You're going to find a lot of resources there. You can find the daily Monday through Friday Repl Minute. You can get your own personal copy of Fraud, what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy. Great foundational reading. It's very simple, 40 bite-sized chapters, makes a great Bible study on its own to help you frame up where uh, where Kingdom Living is getting ready to take you. And of course, all the library of Kingdom Living podcasts is there for you to access as well. We're just so grateful that you're taking the time to uh, just take more time in the things of the Lord, Glenn. <laughs> it is. And, and and again, as we've said on other, uh, other broadcasts, is that uh, we're basically reading the Word of God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and again, uh, Go on and meditate on these scriptures. And I really recommend that you ask questions. So what's this really mean? What, what are you speaking to me? On? And the Holy Spirit is the teacher. Carrie and I are not the teachers. The Holy mm -hmm. Spirit is the teacher. And so ask those questions. And, and again, look at different versions of, of, of the Bible too. And, and, and then as you do that, there'll be clarity coming to you because there's many translations, but there's only one translator and that's the Holy Spirit. So he's the teacher teaching this to you. Uh, we're, we're, we're bringing the scripture to you, the word to you. So uh, let's let's declare uh, the believer's declaration of legal rights and then we'll pray. I, I, and, and if you're there and you download it and you speak it out loud, because it's really important that, that in, in a, when I'm in live classes, I love to say, who are you? I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So here's a part of our legal uh, declarations. These are our legal rights as children, as sons of God, as, as with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit living. I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ in a kingdom of priests. I belong in the family of God. I can enter into God's presence boldly out. Now, I have, I've been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy. I'm restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God the Father, God the Holy Spirit uh, living in me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is my robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights and privileges. Here we go. I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. 
because I'm in that family. I'm in that Jesus family name. I have legal authority as a believer over the principalities and powers and rulers of the kingdom of darkness, because I'm in the kingdom of light. I have, through the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrection power to cast out demons, to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. Let's go before the Lord. Father, Father, we come to you. We come to you in that mighty, mighty name of Jesus, who died, gave his life for us, that we could have life, rose again, and we died with you, and we rose with you, we're living with you, we have life abundantly now, and Father, we just thank you for the healing of using Jesus' name, Jesus, 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 we just speak Jesus' over those that are listening now, that healing comes into the blood, the blood of Jesus, just is covering those. Shoulders are being healed, pains leaving, uh, arteries are being uh, cleansed out. Uh, those that are having uh, trauma of, of anxiety attacks, uh, eyes are opening. Uh, people that, that couldn't see, their vision is improving. Uh, the pains around knees and hips are being removed. And Father, we just, we just thank you. We thank you. We thank you in Jesus' name for what you've done through, through your son, Jesus Christ, that we, uh, the chains and the imprisonment to the darkness of this world has been broken, and we have the resurrected power of Jesus Christ living inside of us through the Holy Spirit. We just thank you. We just thank you. We praise your holy name, and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. 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 Well, thank you, Glenn. Uh, nothing better than the name of Jesus, and that's what Kingdom Living is really all about. So thank you for uh, sharing uh, that teaching today, Glenn, and thank you, viewer, for uh, taking the time. And again, like we mentioned, please like, share these uh, messages, and uh, we're just believing, God, that it will be a blessing for you and that you will continue to reach your purpose. So we'll see you uh, next time on Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Ripple. Till then, God bless you.